Welcome to the Get the Bag Podcast, episode 19. We're on our way up. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Claudia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. Hey, fam. We uh, uh, living it up. I'm, I'm out here in Hawaii. Got Let's go. Backdrop. Got the little summer glow going. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling Love great. It. What time is it out there? It's uh, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. She's you coming know, I'm early. Usually- I am, but you know it's it's nine a.m. as they call it in the mainland. That's, that's, that's what they say. Like, where do you live in the mainland? It's just weird to say I'm like L.A. It's like oh, right. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, but I've been getting up pretty early, actually, like three, four a.m. Uh, wow. Hawaii time. Because you know, I just don't want to. You know, the t- time difference when I go sure. back home, I don't want it to be all out of whack. But mm-hmm. um, it's working so far. Some long days, but. Hey, if I get to spend more time out here in Hawaii doing that, I'd be more than happy doing that. Uh, but uh, before we sort of get started, uh, don't forget to like this episode, subscribe. Uh, we're on here every week. Set your reminders. Um, you know, it supports you know the algorithm, and we're uh, obviously just spreading wealth. So, uh, wealth and knowledge, uh, of course. So, uh, in today's episode. Uh, we're talking about collaboration with between realtors and wholesalers. Um, maybe give a little history or sort of what our experience has been like. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of what we recommend and based off our experience uh, with that. Um, I, I want to say in general, the re- I remember when I got started in wholesaling, uh, I was always like, watch out for realtors. Mm-hmm. You know, they can be slimy or whatnot, but I'm sure realtors probably feel the same way about same wholesalers way. <laughs> like watch out for well, wholesalers right. they're slimy i think there's just like anything there's bad apples right um mm-hmm. and that kind of gives you a different perspective but we're all here trying to do the same thing right which is make money solve problems uh and if you can do that together you can make a lot of money together i know a lot of people who um just specifically just work with realtors mm-hmm. um and are making a lot of money closing a lot of deals uh, so we're going to break that down. So uh, to start off with sort of, you know, with along this topic is um, tell me, Tim, sort of what your experience has been like uh, in terms of how you reach out to realtors or uh, I know you've closed some deals uh, working with realtors. Like what talk to us about that process from start to finish uh, from like starting that conversation or do they reach out to you to actually closing a deal? Yeah, I think it is an important aspect of wholesaling and vice versa for real estate real estate agents to do business with uh, wholesalers and um, when the relationship when both parties know the relationship and how they can benefit from each other it's it's going to be beneficial for both parties right and um, Mm -hmm. I think uh, for me my at first I didn't work with realtors you know that was kind of same thing with you right I I just I I thought they had the bad our worst interest in mind and trying to sabotage deals and stuff like that but as I started to network and tell more people and realtors what I do they were more interested because they'd never heard of what we do um, and how we do it and how they can help or benefit whether it's referral or they be a part of the deal or um, they have a buyer. Right. So there's different aspects of what 
value can can a realtor bring and then also what value you can bring to a realtor as a host right. as a wholesaler so for right. me my experience has been <clears throat> pretty positive uh <clears throat> excuse me in the aspect of you know um laying out the expectations uh in the relationship and what <clears throat> what we would like and then um how I can benefit them and they, how can they benefit my business as well. So mm-hmm. once I lay that foundation, I think um, these deals have uh, fallen in place and there's both an equal understanding on how the deal will work. And, you know, they're comfortable uh, working with me uh, just because I've explained everything to them because a for- first thing they're going to do is ask their broker. You're like, that's usually what happens. Right. And that's you something know. you don't really think about, like, is understanding yeah. the hierarchy or, you know, how brokerages right. work and um, commissions, like, you know, typically, right, like whatever commission realtors make, they have to split, you know, and, and each brokerage is set up differently from Different, what I understand. Yeah. And it is. Uh, and um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just, just going to say, there's a lot of, uh, from what I've learned, there's a lot of education on both ends too, right? Like understanding um, realtors and like what their process is. And then, uh, also educating realtors on like, Hey, this is how it works. Like we were just talking about last week, right. How uh, you connected with chase, who's a realtor out in Houston, uh, mm-hmm. on understanding, like she would have thrown that deal away. It would have been a dead deal for her, but, uh, understanding like, no, you can, you can still make money by wholesaling it. And this is what that process looks like. Um, it opened her eyes and she talked about that when we interviewed her months ago Mm -hmm. about like now it's like you know wheels are turning it's like mind blown of like wow I've been missing out on a ton of money uh because I just I just didn't know I know what I don't know uh so I think there's there's a big aspect of education and like you said adding value uh because there's going to be those misconceptions of working with wholesalers because there are those dirty wholesalers out there that you know just doesn't don't make it easy for us um but I think if you really come from you know integrity and and just adding value uh i mean you can do this with not just residential but commercial like we've collaborated with realtors uh on commercial deals that have come up right on like how you split the commission or how you split like the Mm -hmm. verbiage you use um so there's like you can you can be as creative as you want and so it's just kind of opening up their mind and educating them on yeah on, on what that looks like you know, I saw a TikTok with uh, Glenda Baker. You know, she's a famous uh, realtor. She's an uh, investor as well, too. And she had a video saying that she works with wholesalers, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I think then her next example was how real uh, how wholesalers work, and they go after grandma and take their equity oh. and, you know, mm-hmm. and um, take, you know, more doesn't give the full value of the house to them. And um, am I, I guess my, I guess rebuttal to that would just be that like each wholesaler is going to be different on that. And just like a realtor, they might take advantage of someone else, like you had said. And, you know, with our business, we always present ourselves with integrity and full transparency with like the sellers because, the, you know, the money will always be there for us. And that's, I think, the mentality that we take. 
And mm -hmm. you even closed a deal without making any money. Right. And that was right. right. I was going to say that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like um, we're, we're not always there to like get the most money as we can. It's more about how we're going to help the seller. And if that solve problems, means, yeah, solve problems for the seller. Right. And we know that we're going to make money during this process. Yes. But I think a lot of it is uh, people don't understand when they're in the trenches and doing wholesaling uh, on a daily basis, how many problems we actually solve with, you know, people in despair on how mm -hmm. to get out of their situation with their house. Right. I mean, uh, we've talked about, um, you know, there's some deals out in LA that we're working on where it's like, you know, you're dealing with tenants and, right. and it's like, oh, okay, we kind of know what to expect, like a cash for keys. Cause a lot of the investors don't want to inherit or acquire property with tenants in it. Um, mm -hmm. So, th I mean, there's there's always a problem to solve. If you're, The more problems you solve, I always feel like the more money uh, you make. Um, yeah. But there, there is a problem going on right now, right? With like the market shifting and the sure. market conditions. Uh, and so realtors should really, um, you know, really start changing their mindset of like, how can I make more money? And the, I think uh, that's one thing we've also talked about is like realtors typically don't have that investment or investor mindset, which is completely mm -hmm. different. Um, and that's really what's needed um, to adjust to what the changes that are happening now. There's a lot of changes where eventually maybe realtors won't even exist. So what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to mm -hmm. pivot? Um, so I think it's really important to start that collaboration now, start networking. Uh, I mean, I, we know plenty of wholesalers who work with realtors to just get MLS access to like mm -hmm. get the best comps or uh, reach out to buyers or whatever the case may be. So that's our collaboration. Like it's a start of that and seeing how you work together. Mm -hmm. Your realtor can be the boots on the ground. Like I know, you know, plenty of people that also uh, do that where it's like, Hey, I'll just, you know, pay them a little something just to show the, the properties to the buyers or mm -hmm. whatever. So there's you from a realtor's perspective, you're expanding your deal opportunity by uh, working with wholesalers. And not only that, but there's also a faster turnaround with mm -hmm. typical wholesaling deals. I mean, not every deal is created equal, but typically like a general deal, maybe 30 days. Whereas, you know, when you're listing something, it may take, especially now in this market, yeah. it's taking what, 60 plus days. I see right. somewhere like 100 plus days. Yeah. So you've got to wait for that commission to come in. That shit takes time. Uh, and so if you can work on a deal and close in 30 days and split, a fee or, you know, add your commission on top, you know, if you're bringing a buyer, I mean that like, who would say no to that? But surprisingly, not many realtors think like that. Right. Yeah, um, right. I think I was having a conversation with Chuck who uh, is out. Shout out to Chuck, by the hey, way. Shout out guy. to Chuck. Um, we were talking cause he's out in the Florida market. Uh, and so he talks to realtors all the time with, um, you know, he specifically does vacant lots and he was telling me how, um, he has these conversations with realtors who, you know, been doing this for 30 plus years, maybe. And those are always the most difficult ones to mm -hmm. kind of turn around. There's some that, you know, are super open-minded, but there's some where you really have to educate on like, okay, this is an assignment. This is, this is what we did. Yes, it is legal. Here's my title company's information. Um, but he has these conversations and one of them of adding value is saying like, Hey, you can make more money doing this way. Mm -hmm. And the realtor was just not 
with it. She was just like, no, it just doesn't make sense. And he's like, and he had to clarify. So you're telling me that you're not okay with making more money. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes, Wow. <laughs> because wow. I'm not like, I don't, you know, understand this. Those are the kind of people that are going to be left behind. Yeah. Like clearly. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that story because I think I've talked to several realtors as well. And some of them have said, that's too much work. <laughs> like, and yeah. I was like, it is well, a lot did. of work. Yeah. And uh, it seems complicated or it's, you know, it doesn't make sense. And after I walk them through like the steps. And so um, it's funny because they've been trained, I guess, on one way to kind of do a real estate transaction, whereas a real estate investor has many ways to kind of close a deal and is educated on you know, different aspects. Strategies. Yeah, strategies. Exactly. And um, when, and I think if the realtor kind of expanded their, like you said, tool belt to um, incorporate what an investor may look for or different strategies an investor may do, that will open up a whole new revenue stream for them to get them closed. Right. So I think um, you're absolutely right on that, you know, example. Yeah. And I think there are those realtors or brokerages that are, are catching on and understand, um, you know, the importance of adapting. Like, I, I think, yeah, we're having a conversation where it's like, yeah, I don't know if realtors will exist <clears throat> next five or 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many tools out there where you don't really need a realtor. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and so those people who are stuck in their old ways, they're the ones who are going to be left behind. But, you know, definitely give those props to those investor friendly realtors or investor minded realtors who um, mm-hmm. are actually doing it, who actually wholesale include like wholesaling or these different sort of strategies in their business. Um, I think those are the ones who the, the, the ones that are adapting right now are the ones who are going to you know, be way ahead. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's really important to have that have these sort of conversations uh because realtors for the most part like i I feel like with with wholesalers when you're entering a new market like uh connecting with the realtor is really key because they should know their market really well Mm -hmm. uh and understand like okay these neighborhoods the dynamics um you know the market insights uh and vice versa maybe even too like there may be some aspects that the wholesalers know because they're the ones going direct to seller um Mm -hmm. that could really uh help the um help the uh, realtor in many aspects so um you know it's just really i mean this really isn't rocket science it's really straightforward it's just Mm -hmm. a limiting belief that is set um whether it be from wholesalers or from realtors like anywhere where you collaborate with more people um it just makes the most sense um but I i was thinking tim maybe we can kind of break down like a deal Maybe, I mean, we can talk about commercial and residential on like how you've collaborated with realtors, brokers, um, and like how you've kind of like written up a deal or like, what does that look like um, in like running a transaction? Yeah. Um, I think I've done several type of deals with the realtors. Uh, one being a referral based, uh, another being uh, they were part of the transaction because it was something that they were 
they had brought the buyer in and um, they weren't mm -hmm. licensed in that state. So they were going to try mm -hmm. to get a referral off of that. And mm -hmm. I kind of guided them on how they could do it uh, from out of state and still get um, a big chunk of uh, a fee um, for that. So instead of making like, you know, 5,000, they made 20,000 or whatever the case may be. Right. So, um, is it, I think each deal is going to be structured differently in, um, each situation with the realtor is going to be different. So I think, um, with my last one, I just, I kind of JV'd with them because they had already had the buyer and then, um, and the split wasn't 50, 50. I just felt like I was just kind of guiding them on what to do. They did all the work and they wanted to kind of learn how that worked. And, and so it was almost like a 60, 40 split instead of a 50, 50 split. So, and right. I really, I, the only thing I did was kind of help the negotiation process and talk to mm -hmm. the listing agent. And, um, basically that's, that was it. And, from there, it was just kind of guiding them on what next, what's, what do you do next and communication with that because they were kind of a new realtor. So that mm. was, um, uh, that was something that was very unique to that circumstance. Um, right. In commercial, it's a little bit different because you have to deal with brokers almost right. um, all the time. So the communication mm. there has to be upfront you know, and what's their initial commission if you're, if they were if they're okay with splitting too. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, they'll ask you, you know, what's your relationship and, you know, you just say you represent, um, the buyer and, you know, you have a group of investors or whatever the case may be, just like you, how you do kind of in residential a little bit, but, um, you know, so I think actively, in commercial, you have to network and that's big. And the deal's going to be structured where it's commonplace to split the commissions on a, a, a commercial deal, right? Um, right? There's a lot more flexibility in commercial, like being a part of, you know, ownership and all of that as well, depending on the relationship with the investor. But it's, it all comes down to, um, the relationship that you have with different brokers that bring you different deals. Um, so a lot of the, especially in, in commercial, it's basically who, you know, and they'll send you off market deals. Uh, you can do that in residential, but a lot of the uh, real estate agents just send you pocket listings, not kind of real like off market, off -market. deals. Well, it's also um, like their client base too, right? Like, yeah. Um, typically in commercial, most investors have a broker that they've established relationship for years, right? Where it's like, Hey, I want to work with you only. I'm only going to sell with you. And, you know, is, is perfectly fine with paying them a, a commission. Um, so, you know, in, in that aspect, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. Whereas typically, I mean, residential, I mean, if you have a large portfolio, they may mm -hmm. have a established a relationship with a realtor or broker. Um, who manages or who knows. Um, so a lot of times in commercial, it, that's where it's like, those they are straight like off market where it's like, uh, if you've established that relationship and, mm -hmm. and the seller tells the broker like, hey, I want to sell. Um, and, you know, it's like, oh, I have somebody in mind. 
and like reaches out to Tim and Tim is like, yeah, sure. Like how, you know, and, and especially if you've established a relationship, you guys already know, kind of know the commission split on like, it's one point, two point, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's like a pretty good deal, like another way to add value is telling the listing agent or, or broker, or whatever. It's like, Hey, we'll, we'll split both ways, right. On the buyer mm-hmm. and seller side. Um, so there's ways where it's like, Hey, it's three yeah. points. Uh, let's split the three points in half on the seller side. Then on the buyer side, let's split, you know, one or two points and mm-hmm. you guys can both walk away making a lot of money that way. Um, so it's all collaboration, but at the yeah. same time, there's, you know, there are those realtors, like there are wholesalers that will do you dirty that will just backdoor you. Um, yeah. Like I think we were talking about a deal that you were working on where um, I think it was the buyer that wanted to backdoor the realtor yeah, <laughs> or the broker. Exactly. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's just, it goes both ways. Just having that transparent conversation, um, those tough conversations on, like what the commission split. Cause when it comes down to money, that's where people get really weird. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that you can do to kind of make it work. Um, like, you know, you, if they're not, if they're willing to do that and the price isn't right, you can take some of like use the commission as a pay down to get the number right. But the buyer is willing to pay you an extra commission for that. Right. So right, right. it, it, it kind of just works out in a way just so they don't pay the full um, purchase price of that actual property um, where they can get you a commission maybe after the fact or during closing. Um, so, but you know, I, there's so many ways just to kind of work it and just yeah. understanding that and not being, even as a wholesaler, you can't be single minded. Um, just like right. these other real estate agents that are single-minded to do a deal. You have to be open to, you know, collaborating like we were talking about today and um, going out and networking and seeing how you could work together on it. And if it's, I'm just going to say, if it's not, if they're not understanding, just move on from that realtor. There's going to be another realtor that's going to understand. Or if you truly want to build a relationship with that realtor, then, um, you need to, you know, find one that actually understands and willing to put in the work for that. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, I mean, the, the biggest thing is also like creating partnerships too. Like mm-hmm. I know people who partner up with realtors all the time on hotel deals, uh, novations even right. On yeah. like, Hey, I got this deal, can you, you know, list it for me. Um, or, Hey, just, just list it and I'll take care of everything else and I'll pay mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, flat fee or, or something along those lines so there's right. uh, there's just so many ways you can get you can get paid um, it's just understanding uh, the process being open-minded mm-hmm. um, and on the residential side it's it's I mean it's pretty straightforward uh, I mean that's kind of the biggest thing now uh, with tools like privy that we've talked about right on like mm-hmm. on market deals and you know offering wholesale fees because properties are literally sitting on the market for a long time uh, mm-hmm. you can work with a realtor, especially if you have like a buyer in mind, um, and close the deal that way as well. Or again, if you have something under contract and you, you can network with realtors uh, or brokers and be like, Hey, I have this deal. Do you have a buyer? Just add your fee on top of the assignment fee mm-hmm. and you're good or the total purchase price. Uh, right. so there's, there's many ways and you just kind of add a verbiage of like, 
in the assignment contract just saying um, this person will get their commission paid by buyer. Um, and it's, it's really easy. That, that's, that's the problem. I think it's like, we, we just overcomplicate so many things yeah. because simple concepts just go over people's heads and mm-hmm. <laughs> they just overcomplicate it. So it's, it's unfortunate. It's like, it's, it's, it's that way. But like I said, the people who are, who understand it are the ones that are going to be way like far ahead of yeah. people who don't, who are yeah. going to be left behind. Yeah. A majority of the real estate agents I work with, they bring, they have cash buyers. So, um, exactly. So they and access to have, the MLS. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And then I can ask them, Hey, do a comp real quick on this or whatever in the case may be. And they'll or do putting an offer for me. Like, yeah. like this is where, um, again, a tool like privy, uh, where you can, I mean, you have every, all the information there of the listing, reaching out to the listing agent and be like, um, Hey, um, make an offer on, you know, for me or on behalf for me mm-hmm. uh, of me, um, at this price, you can represent me or, or whatever the case may be. Um, uh, and close deals that way. That's like a lot of people are doing that right now, um, with how the market's going and making a lot of money, uh, doing mm-hmm. it that way. So, um, it's again on the wholesalers is, is also adjusting too with like what's happening. You can't just stick, like you're saying, stick to one strategy of just wholesaling. You right. have to be able to offer different options like creative finance, innovations, mm-hmm. wholesaling. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many aspects of it, even on the residential side um, that as a wholesaler, you, you have to be open-minded as well um, in, in collaborating with realtors and, or anybody really. Yeah. And I, there, you know, there's so many, I think there's more, less realtors now, but more realtors than wholesalers, I think maybe. So I think, yeah, I saw um, that stat, I think. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a situation where utilize some of their knowledge um, for sure and work together on closing more deals. And I think that's important um, just to, Add more to their tool belt as you're adding more to your tool belt. And I think that's very crucial in sustaining consistent deals and um, more revenue or money coming into your business. Absolutely. Um, Well, I know we're approaching the half hour mark, uh, but I think this is such an important conversation. Uh, So if you Mm -hmm. are a wholesaler and um, haven't been, networking with realtors you're definitely missing out that's one thing i've mm-hmm. really been targeting um you know like and, and i think it really starts with networking and having these conversations so being really intentional yeah. with the people you have you, you speak with uh people you network with um again like i just learned of a zillow hack that's really straightforward where you can uh filter out keywords in zillow and just put mm-hmm. in like realtor or not realtor, but like investors, and you can reach out to um, the buyer's agent or whatever, and just have conversations like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm in this market looking for deals or whatever it is. I come across mm-hmm. a ton of deals. Would your buyer be interested? Like there's so many ways where you could access realtors. There's LinkedIn. Um, there's uh, Twitter. Like I've, I've found uh, agents through that way where I just reach out to brokers as well and mm-hmm. introduce myself um, and uh, going to events like the last yeah. event I went in Vegas I connected with an LA uh, broker 
and uh, we met up for coffee. So you want to go out on as many coffee dates as possible. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind yeah. of like introducing yourself, um, kind of showcasing what you can do. And like, for me, it was just like, he was very curious about the wholesaling process and was like, I can see us working together. Like I come across these, these uh, expired listings, like, mm -hmm. you know, let's, is there something, you know, you can work out or, Hey, I have access to a ton of buyers. If you get something under contract, send it my way yeah. Um, yeah. kind of thing. So it's, um, it's not very complicated to uh, access realtors. It's just starting that conversation um, mm -hmm. and just sort of saying like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm an investor in this area. I come across a ton of deals. I'd love to work together. Or is, you right. know, have you heard, have you worked with assignments or, you know, whatever it is, like just having a candid conversation. Um, nobody, like, I'm, I'm just saying people who would actually say no, the money is crazy to me. Um, like we talk about this all the time in Chris's group on like JVing. It's like, if I'm bringing Tim a deal, why would he say no? If it's, if it makes sense, right. If the numbers add up 100%. and he has access to a buyer. If, if a wholesaler is reaching out to a realtor saying how they can make more money and you're declining like that, that tells a lot about yourself. Yeah. Is all yeah. I'm saying. Um, so we'll, we'll leave it there unless something you wanted to add, Tim. No, I think that's, you, you nailed it, I think. And I think this is a great conversation always. So if you're a realtor out there or you're a wholesaler trying to contact realtors, you know, contact us, you know, we have tons of information on how you do that or ways to do that. Um, if you're a realtor that wants to learn more about wholesaling and how we can help you generate more business, you know, contact us anytime and we can kind of walk you through our process and how we can work together on generating some more, some more leads as well and um, close more deals. So, but Absolutely. I don't want to take G from her uh, vacation anymore. Oh, that's you know? cool. This is nice. So, uh, I'd love to do a podcast from Hawaii all day. Hey, <laughs> like, turn into a business here. trip. Yep. So I'm saying like, there's, I mean, talking about development and like real estate, like the real estate out here is crazy. Um, all the new development and new mm -hmm. builds. And, Have you seen and, any uh, stuff? Have you oh, yeah. buy some stuff? Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Like just driving on the highway, I see a ton of like new construction homes, uh, new buildings. Like just yesterday I went to this, um, brand new like restaurants like surf like kind of community um mm -hmm. or member i don't know it was like a you know you have your golf um communities or right. golf courses um golf clubs i should say like it's it was like a surf club where you like walk in there it's you can tell it's like a new, newly developed i think they've been open for a month uh sits alongside the beach you have like a surf you know those like surfing um rides or something where mm -hmm. you can like actually like get on they have one of those uh, they oh, have a restaurant dope. at the top they have surf shops so that's like a new develop somebody thought of the idea of like oh this is kind of like a surf town or whatever let's mm -hmm. build this out um so it's pretty genius um it's so almost like, like those concept... golf for surfing exactly <laughs> we were walking it's funny we were pulling up and we're like this looks like top golf like just like the way it's like kind right. of measured out and then we're like we there should be a top golf out here um in this at least this area but that's just somebody again who developed the idea right who's probably like oh there's a ton of land here let's develop this um so you know you just look at real estate a lot different once you're yeah. kind of exposed to it but it's everywhere uh for sure so it's like really cool to kind of see that perspective and um 
you know, closing more deals so I can come out here more. Hey, <laughs> that's that's kind of well, a, that's kind of the goal. G will come back with some uh, Hawaii deals before the her trips Shit. in. Yeah, that'd so. be that'd be amazing. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need I need to get work. I need to hit up some realtors right now. There you like, go. Hit there up some brokers. Be like, yo, what's up? Because uh, I know wholesaling <laughs> out here is pretty big too. From mm, what I hear. Yeah. Um, from what I hear too. But yeah. So um, no, it's. Um, it's definitely a lovely if you guys ever get a chance to do that um for sure uh do that um but homework for you guys again for whole, mo- a lot of the wholesalers like reach out to those realtors um zillow privy if you have access to it, linkedin twitter like hit up some realtor events like introduce mm-hmm. you like you know put yourself out there um you'll kind of see a difference in, in terms of your your deal flow but really appreciate you guys joining in uh we'll be back next wednesday regular time, 8 a.m. Yep. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. We actually have a guest. We have my one of my um, old high school classmates awesome. um, who is in tech sales. So we're going to talk about um, really getting people of color into tech. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is a whole different aspect, uh, but it is relatable because we're talking sales. Uh, so you don't want to miss that. There's a lot of money that can be made in tech specifically. You know, if you're good on the phones, you can make tons of money. I mean, I know people making half a million um, just through that alone. So don't want to miss that at all. Uh, But appreciate you guys again. Uh, Hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll catch y'all next week. All right. See y'all. Peace. Peace.